Hello and welcome to Commercial Real Estate Views with NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leaders with your podcast host, Clayton Morris, NAOP Pittsburgh Podcast Committee Lead and Vice President of Development and Leasing at Sampson Morris Group. This year's podcast series is sponsored by Duquesne Light Company. Duquesne Light Company, delivering a safe and reliable supply of electricity to more than 600,000 customers in Allegheny and Beaver Counties. Remember to subscribe to Commercial Real Estate Views with Nayop Pittsburgh on your favorite podcast platform. And now your host, Clayton Morris. Hello, listeners. It's Clayton Morris, and I'm here with, uh, with quite the crowd of uh, airport area experts. Uh, guys, why don't you introduce yourself? Let's start with Lynn. Hey, good morning. Hey, Clayton. I'm Lynn Colosi. I'm with the Moon Transportation Authority, and we build um, major transportation infrastructure in Moon Township. Good morning, everyone. My name is Chris Heck. I'm the president of the Pittsburgh Airport Area Chamber of Commerce, located here in Moon Township, about a mile and a half from the airport itself. And um, we represent about 32 airport communities here uh, north to south, east to west of the airport itself. Good morning, Clayton. I'm Lou Oliva, Executive Managing Director of Newmark. I've uh, been practicing industrial real estate since 1986 and spent a majority of the last 20 years in the airport corridor. So, so Lynn, you're, you're with Moon. The airport's not in Moon, but you're crucial to the airport. What, what is Moon doing to, I guess, assist with this new airport development, and, and how, how do they interact? How's the airport and Moon Township? So, precisely, um, the MTA, which is Moon Transportation Authority's acronym, um, has an overarching mission to build major transportation infrastructure that opens economic activity, private development. Um, and so that's the overarching mission, but within that we have several goals that connect with the airport. We have to make sure that the township's roadway capacity and network uh, corresponds with the development in the airport so that we create capacity uh, for movement and mobility to and from the airport. We also are an important safety valve for the airport. Our roadways in Moon Township and then future roadways that we're trying to build are safety valves for I-376 and business I-376 so we can have safe interaction between people if they have to evacuate or get to the airport or from the airport quickly. And then our third objective is putting in the transportation infrastructure that creates development that complements the development that is going on at the airport. Um, so even though we're in the jurisdiction of Moon and we're confined to that geographic jurisdiction, we do a lot of things that support the airport and their activities. Yeah, I mean, you're the gateway from Pittsburgh. Absolutely, and particularly along I-376 and primarily Montour Run Road, mm -hmm. which is a PennDOT-owned road, but it's in the township's jurisdiction, and it feeds into Findlay Township, North Fayette, and Robinson. So our major project we have going on right now is a reconstruction of a mile and a quarter of Montour Run Road to add lanes, to add turn lanes, to add new intersections so we can improve the throughput to and from the airport. Nice, nice. And, and Chris, transportation is important. Uh, the airport's doing development. We all know about seeing the construction and heard the airport center work, but, but what's happening and how does that yeah. tie into everything? Well, it's a very exciting time, obviously, for um, not only the communities right around the airport, but for Pittsburgh as a whole. The International Airport as we know it um, will never be the same. And because of the Airport Authority's innovation and their focus on safety, on um, uh, 
the, 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 the financial side of things to make sure that it is financially prudent and, um, and, and then you, you pull all that into the most modern, innovative um, aspects of airport um, construction, we're going to see something that is never, has never been seen before and is completely different than what we're used to. So what do we see right now? It's called the TMP project, which is the Terminal Modernization Project. Right now, if you go out to the airport, you'll see the final beam was just put up. The structural beam was put up two days ago. The roof is up. Um, it's a one-stop shop where you pull up. Uh, there's no more train. There's no more confusion about security, all that. Everything is, um, is, is brought together in a, a, a very clear and safe environment. It's going to be um, fabulous. Yeah. Fab it's very, very exciting. So what, what, what does that mean to our community here? We have ancillary projects on the airport like Cargo. Cargo 4 is a 78,000 square foot facility that is in Finley, I believe, on the border of Finley and Noon. I think it's Finley Township. And um, so the cargo aspect of that is going to be increased. Um, we have Neighborhood 91, which is the additive manufacturing um, uh, portion of, of the airport property, and that is bringing in companies to, um, to work on additive manufacturing as well. Um, the microgrid is a, um, a project that's already in place that takes the natural gas on the airport property and transfers that into through the um, generators at the microgrid and the panel farm, mm -hmm. solar panel farm, to the airport authority, the airport right now, yeah. so it's off the grid. So, so there's a lot of different facets of the airport right now yeah. that we're seeing that a lot of our community is 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 involved in and will be able to take take advantage of. Yeah. Now, just quick question: a lot of our uh, a lot of our members probably are and listeners are, are Google Earth aficionados. We look at buildings all day from space, yeah. and the airport's a big indicator of where you are. And so the terminals or the uh, the, the where the airplanes pull up, the or the gates is an X, right? Yes. And the terminals separate. You're pushing the terminal into the right X. to the X. Okay. Right. Exactly. That, so you'll pull up in your car and you'll drop off your passengers right at where we know of yeah. the X, and right where, if you remember where. Um, uh, you got off the train and went up the escalators. Yeah, that's the entrance that's right there. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, so it's not only that you're doing microgrids. You're you're having additive manufacturing. So, Lou, what is that going to do to the market in the region? Uh, well, it's only it's only going to help the market. Uh, the real story here is what's happened over 20 years. When you think about Pittsburgh International Airport, the expansion, the build for U.S. Air as a hub was 1992. At that point in time, there was basically no industrial development at the airport. We didn't have infrastructure, we did not have sites, and we you know, were going through a recession, it was really tough times. NAOP's involvement starting in the early 90s was crucial to lay the groundwork for what has happened over the last 20 years. Some of those items include uh, advocating for the missing ramps at I-79 and, and 376, turning route, 
Route 60 into I-376 by making other major renovations, uh, obtaining TIFs and LERDA for infrastructure through uh, Allegheny County, North Fayette Township, Finley Township, and West Allegheny Schools was very beneficial. We created the Tri-County Airport Partnership to really uh, stop competition amongst the three counties to create development and employment opportunities. And then finally, the, the construction completion of the Finley Connection, Finley Connection, excuse me, from, uh, from the entrance to the airport to Route 22, and then a year or so ago, the completion of the Southern Beltway from Route 22 to I-79. So all that opened up several thousand acres of development, which both local, regional, and national developers and large occupiers have taken advantage of. Yeah, and so and, and so airport is developed, and, and the land out there through through work of NAOP and, uh, and and a bunch of people, but uh, created this place for business to go. And then Moon now Lynn is partially responsible for getting everyone there, right? Responsible for getting everyone there and also responsible for creating uh, residential opportunities for people who want to work at the airport. Um, so part of what we also do, the, the transportation network that we put in, enables um, residential development, mixed-use development, and also commercial development. Um, one thing that I think I need to go back to and probably didn't elaborate on at the beginning is that um, we support the airport because the airport authority is the primary property owner still in Moon Township. Yeah. The airport authority bought a bunch of property there when the, when the airport was in Moon, and most of that is undeveloped and landlocked currently. So our initiatives with Montour Run Road and two other projects that we're working on open up connections to the airport authority's property, about 200 acres in all. So it puts those properties back on the tax rolls to be developed in a way that helped Moon Township, of course, but also support the airport authority. Yeah, and I mean, you drive through Moon, you see the the parking or the, the like the park and ride of the airport. Right. You see uh, all the restaurants and businesses. How much of that is actually? How much of your business you think is actually because of that connection to the airport? Um, I don't know the percentage yeah. of it, but but I would think that. Um, that's an important piece of the activity at Moon Township, and I think Moon's realizing that now and didn't know how to capitalize that at first. Because yeah. when I think of the airport that's currently out there, I call that the new airport. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was around sure. when the old airport was here. Right. So we've had 30 years of not being understand how to tap into that potential, yeah. and now that there's this new project really for the new airport, uh, for those youngsters who really think of this as the new airport, we'll be able to capitalize on that now. Yeah. We didn't in the past. And, and I think it's worth noting, when was the airport built? Well, the one that's there now is 92. 92. 92. Yeah. So I was a volunteer. There were 200 volunteers that the airport authority asked, uh, and I was a, vol a greeter on the train. <laughs> I sat on the train all day back and forth. But it was a big, big celebratory event when that new, the, the airport that we have now it, um, opened. And um, it's, it's, it, we're, we're, we're looking at um, replicating and, and even surpassing that when this new port, new airport opens. I, I, I think that we in Moon Township thought after 1992 with the new airport back then, that development would occur organically mm -hmm. yeah. in Moon Township. And it didn't. Yeah. 
Um, and that was part of the mission when MTA was created in 1986 to prepare for that new airport, to be able to facilitate those opportunities, which despite the infrastructure that we put in, the three interchanges and International Drive and Charrington Parkway, um, it didn't occur the way we thought. And now we're, we're doing it in a way that we can um, directly facilitate and make sure that our development connects with the airport. So I, I, I think it's worth noting that the airport, the way it is, is situated now, we've got an opportunity to take advantage of, with the Southern Beltway that is, is finished now, yeah. and the Finley Connector, and all that on the west side of the airport, we've got development, we've got commercial um, land that, um, that individuals have had that are our neighbors right here. Um, you know, you could you could look at Imperial, you could look at Todd Rosenberger, you could look at all those individuals who have held on to that land, and now their time has come because everything's connected, yeah. and lo and behold, a million square feet of Amazon rises up on the west side of the airport, and it's because of the infrastructure that is available now, and that is good. You know, uh, I look at the big picture of the airport, not just um, of an international airport, more flights and everything. I look at all these other businesses. Um, we have Robert Morris up here. We have all these different opportunities for a better quality of life yeah. for our residents. I mentioned this at the last meeting at NAOP. There are, or at a different meeting, there are over 3,000 residential permits that have been approved for dwellings in this airport area, which is Finley, Moon, North Fayette, and what am I missing? Robinson. 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 Those four communities alone are seeing the benefits and they're banking on a successful generation of businesses and individuals um, that are that are that are gonna see yeah. a better place to live, work, and play. Not just because of the airport, but because of all the um, you, you know, sort of the ancillary activity that we see in, in, in the West. Make an ecosystem out here. It's a total ecosystem. The NAOP Pittsburgh Developing Leaders podcast is sponsored by Duquesne Light Company. At DLC, we like to think we're larger than light. For more than a century, we have been working around the clock to deliver a safe and reliable supply of electricity to more than 600,000 customers in Allegheny and Beaver counties. As part of our commitment, we invested more than $3.1 billion in infrastructure and technology upgrades between 2011 and 2021. These investments will do more than keep your lights on. They'll help keep your life on. Yes. And Lou, what? So, sorry, Amazon million square feet out here. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of other industrial development. Selfishly, I got some industrial development in the region. It's got to throw that out there. But uh, uh, what caused that? Why is everything pushing west? Why are we now in the up? The airport's kind of a barrier to Pittsburgh if, from a geographical standpoint. But why are we getting all this development to the west? Right. Well, that, that was the issue. So, I started consulting with Imperial Land in the mid '90s. Southern Beltway was planned, not funded, but that was the key. 
at the time, the airport authority was not really providing sites. Um, and the whole ground lease concept was scary to a lot of people. Pittsburgh was a very local development community. Developers like to own their land, develop at their own pace. Once Imperial Land was able to work out the deal with the Turnpike Commission to have the Southern Beltway, well, the Finley Connector portion, go through their property, we created the Westport exit, which opened up 1,000 acres mm -hmm. in 2007. Steve Thomas bought 300 acres from us on the west side. Imperial Land created Westport Woods and Finley Industrial Park on the other 700 acres. And the goal of Imperial Land was just to be a land developer seller. They weren't going to compete. We wanted to attract developers, give them opportunities, and it's been very successful. So basically, when the water and sewer was brought in in 2009, phase one of Finley started, Chapman Westport started the next year, and since that time, there's been over 4 million square feet built at that intersection, over 8 million square feet developed within the several airport authority projects like Clinton Commerce Park, Skyview, Northfield, and then between the uh, Finley Industrial Park, Chapman Westport, Westport Woods, uh, Imperial Business Park, and North Fayette Industrial Park, all this additional inventory is coming in. In fact, right now there's a million two of available space, almost two million square feet of planned mm -hmm. or uh, soon to be on the market. So you look at the tax base that's been created, uh, again, kudos to West Allegheny Schools for stepping up on the TIF which funded the water sewer, and now all of a sudden there's uh, real estate with an assessed value uh, over a uh, uh, billion dollars, generating over $20 million a year in real estate taxes yeah. out in the airport corridor. And now, uh, Pittsburgh's development history is also a story of geography and topology. And correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't the airport area uh, mined? And or timbered. Jerry Bunda told me all this, and, and it's and it's flatter than what you get out east and as you head towards town. Correct. Well, all of Imperial Land was in the coal mining business. Yeah. So they have seven thousand acres in Allegheny and Washington County, of which it was all strip mined. Okay. We'll call it Pittsburgh flat. I wouldn't <laughs> say it was flat, and there's still significant site work that goes on. But the real issue was, and again, part of what NAP identified that happened in other markets. Until you put the infrastructure, until you have the roads, mm -hmm. um, nothing happens. Yep. And so, again, all that planning paid dividends and will continue to. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, so the airport, we're moving the terminal up into the X, into the into the gates. What's happening to the old terminal and all that? I assume parking's being pushed up? There's a new parking lot that is being, um, uh, designed, construct right now as we speak. Uh, that will add. I don't. I don't want to um, get my numbers wrong, but thousands of, of new parking spots covered yeah. uh, at the airport. What is happening to the land side? You know, the land side yeah. terminal as we know it. We don't know. I, do, I don't know if the airport authority to this date has a plan for that building. Mm -hmm. You know, over the last three, four years of planning, it, it went everything from we were going to raise it 
you know, uh, then they, they, they decided, well, there might be the possibility of retail space or some uh, space for uh, um, incubator space for startups, all kinds of different things like that. So right now, um, I'm not qualified to answer that question. Don't know what, what, what that space is, but um, from, from the consumer and the traveler's standpoint, there will be added parking um, and our friends at Michael Baker are designing and, and working on that new um, structure right now, which is right next to the, um, the entrance of the airport. Great. This is all anecdotal, but from what I remember being around back when it was the U.S. Air Hub, everybody thought, well, with U.S. Air leaving, it's going to be horrific. Well, I guess our origination destinations out of Pittsburgh are so much more than what they were when it was U.S. Air. U.S. Air was all through traffic. Yeah. So now that's right. why the parking lots are always full with all the discount carriers and other folks that have come in that were, were actually more people flying or starting their journey in Pittsburgh than when it was a U.S. Air hub. Yeah. Right. So so the airport was built or completed the year before I was born. And in my, life, in my conscious <laughs> lifetime, it was, uh, I've noticed the difference from these big carriers to these smaller carriers. Has the business of airport travel and, and Pittsburgh changed? Basically what Lou said, like it's, we got what Spirit and all these other airlines that are pushing this traffic. And so that means we have more commuters going through Moon, right? So, so yeah, I, I, I think if the airport authority was sitting here, they would say this airport is built by Pittsburghers for Pittsburghers mm -hmm. to use. Okay? So if that, if that, if that is what, you know, the, the message, then Pittsburghers are now, you know, every day you hear, you know, Breeze or Spirit or these different, you know, are adding new locations, new destinations yeah. for Pittsburghers to travel to. Mm -hmm. So that's why, that's why you see a lot of that. There's even some talk about some additional international travel, um, uh, which, which is fabulous because that is a huge, huge moneymaker because it's not just... It's it's not just uh, passengers. It's it's cargo. Yeah, that's that's the real sweet spot that a lot of this progress um, hopefully we'll see, and that's why they got um, cargo four going up right now. Yes, yeah. in the hopes of additional cargo. And so, that was a discussion for a long time on the cargo because we had minimal, and then there was always discussion about the the, the congestion at the New York airports mm -hmm. and the hope of diverting. Now, I don't know how much of that is diverting that traffic or just the organic growth, which is also helping feed demand for industrial warehousing to support what's what's coming in via cargo. So those are all very positive things. Yeah. Now, I just keep running back to intersections. Just, intersections are exciting to me. Intersections <laughs> are dangerous. Moon has some of the, the biggest, cleanest, newest, nicest intersections in, in the region. Are Is that... Are they designed for heavier truck traffic, or like what kind of what? Do you, when you're planning these for the airport and all the new developments coming out, what what are you guys thinking about? So it's it's actually a, a more complicated process behind the scenes than it looks like in front of the scenes. Um, so Moon is responsible for Thorn Run Interchange, Ewing Interchange, Cargo Interchange, mm -hmm. built built all of those and built. Thorn Run twice, as a matter of fact, just recently reconstructed it and, and um, opened it in yeah. August 2020 because we work with PennDOT. PennDOT's the owner of these roadways, actually. Yeah. A few of them the township owns. 
So whatever we do, we do under the requirements of the local, state, or federal government. So PennDOT works with us to um, give us research and data on uh, how much freight truck traffic goes mm -hmm. through these interchanges and intersections, how many people go through, what times of day does this activity primarily occur. And our responsibility at the MTA is to deliver the infrastructure in a way that we support that movement, whether that's with reinforced concrete and asphalt, the way the, the roadways and the interchanges occur so mm -hmm. it lasts longer to help with the freight movement, truck, truck freight movement, um, not railroad freight movement, or whether that's getting pedestrians and bikes, bicyclists through or regular single occupancy vehicles. But that's what we do to prepare for cargo movement, yeah. uh, jobs, um, commuter movement, back and forth. Um, we support that by what PennDOT tells us how we work back and forth with them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, uh, is there anything you want to close on, Lynn? Anything that's really important to you and Moon and what's going on? Yeah, so one really important project that we have underway, I mentioned it from the MTA's perspective, Montour Run Road mm -hmm. and Marketplace Boulevard, we're reconstructing that. But the reason we're reconstructing that is because on the hill above Montour Run Road, mm -hmm. Uh, is a development that we call Marketplace District. Mm -hmm. um, people out in the marketplace might know it as Diamond Ridge yeah. because Burn Scala was first in there to start developing it. Yeah. There's 700 acres up there, half of which is landlocked. The landlocked portions are owned by a few private owners, but also owned by the airport authority. Mm -hmm. um, the 300 acres that are currently underway being constructed is a mixed-use development. Burns and Scallows building three very modern post-COVID office buildings. They partnered with a national residential developer, Thrift Thompson, yep. that's called Prism at Diamond Ridge. There are 396 residential units there. Curtis Kosman is building a, he's a local developer. He's building residential units and also some mixed use components of retail and restaurant. Uh, Gary Sipple Spectra Development is doing 440 single family residential houses. Uh, residential units, and then there's 300 acres that I talked about that are landlocked that we're also putting in infrastructure for. What I want people to know is come to Moon and live there. Come to Moon and work there. Live there and work at the airport, yeah. right? Work at the airport and do some things at the new restaurants and retail that's being built up at Marketplace District. And everything MTA does is support that, support that job creation, support the growth in residential, support the growth in tax base. Um, and you talked about, Lou, you were talking about LERDA and TIF. That's primarily how the MTA does our business. We, we use LERDA with a twist. So we don't, we don't abate anybody's taxes, yeah. but the real estate taxes that the developers uh, pay mm -hmm. on their projects, they have the opportunity and can volunteer to contribute those real estate taxes annually to the MTA for a 10-year period. Okay. And we use those commercial real estate taxes then to borrow or to grant, to match grants, and that's how we put in the infrastructure to support economic development. That's a cool concept. Yeah. And if you're developing it works really well. infrastructure, pay for the infrastructure. The funders at the state and federal level love us. Yeah. They, they love the MTA and the concept of it because we deliver, and we have a dedicated revenue stream because of that. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, Lynn. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody, this morning. Thank you, Lynn, and, and, and that's all great stuff uh, to promote Moon and, and development here in Moon. And, and Lou, you're close to the development in, in Moon in the region. Uh, do you have any closing remarks on that? Sure. I mean, the most exciting part of this is there was a vision back in the mid-90s, early 2000s, to really create a sustainable, 
uh, opportunity for significant development. Uh, again, going back with Imperial Land, we worked with Finley Township to write the zoning. Mm -hmm. We put in protective covenants for all of the properties. Uh, we worked with the, with the airport authority, again, on quality. I think back to Randy Forrester and the great work he did in getting things prepped before he, before he left for Tampa and all the great things that have happened. So there were, there were issues, you know, again, we had local, we had limited local developers taking advantage. So the opportunities we've created have enhanced opportunities for local developers who have been very well represented. So again, I think of Steve Thomas, Chapman Properties, making the investment, buying 300 acres at Chapman Westport. I look at the Buncher Company who made a substantial investment in part of Finley Industrial Park. I look at national developers like Hillwood, who did the uh, Amazon million square foot warehouse, Suncap, who did two Amazon facilities, um, other national players, I was able to attract North Point out of Kansas City. They made a substantial investment uh, and will have built close to 800,000 square feet at Westport Ridge. Uh, so the list goes on and on. And Al Nyer, Al Nyer has been the most yeah. active developer. They've done a great job with uh, airport-owned land. And the significance of that was, again, having ground leases, you know, a lot of firms really want to control that land. Nyer was willing to take a chance on both financing, developing, and eventually selling. I was very happy to represent Nyer in when they first when they sold the first two buildings that they completed in the Clinton Commerce Park, and that gave them a an exit strategy to be confident that a merchant developer could come in on a build a suit. Yeah and sell a building subject to a ground lease, which in Pittsburgh had not happened. That's more of a retail property concept, I yeah. think, but it had not happened in industrial. So all of a sudden, there have been significant uh, projects that were sold. Uh, Amazon facilities, doing the quick math, created over $225 million of sale price mm -hmm. for Hillwood uh, and Suncap. Um, Nyer sold, uh, I believe, over $100 million in value at yeah. the Clinton Commerce Center. Um, Imperial Business Park sold for $55 million. So all of a sudden, you're seeing developers taking on significant risk but being rewarded. And again, I think there's a real comfort level now that Finley Township is great to work with. The approval process has been mm -hmm. seamless. North Fayette has followed. And I think certainly within you know the airport project, so a developer knows they can come in, they will get timely approvals, no pushback, yeah. they're complying with zoning, we're building institutional quality buildings that they can keep for 20, 30, 40 years or sell if they wish. So and then the obviously the users have played into, I mean, Amazon generally picks great locations. Yeah. And you look at the other folks that have made huge investments, I think of Gordon Foods. Uh, Niagara bottling. I mean, these were $60, $70 million yeah. installations with long-term. I'm going to be there for a long, long time. Yeah. Right. Chris, do you have any... Uh, anything? Uh, I, I just I just want to applaud. Lou, you, you hit it right on the head when you, you mentioned sustainability. Sustainable growth. When Back in 92, when the airport was being developed, the new airport was being developed, 
I don't think they really looked at what the long-term sustainable growth would be. They were looking more for this hub, this 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 aviation, pure aviation industry, and 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 figured out where. So 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 think about this now. You you have. A, a, a region of Pittsburgh, because we're all Pittsburghers, right? So we all look at, at the great city of Pittsburgh. That's where, that's where everyone sort of gravitates to eventually. But this Western corridor now has opportunities to live, work, and play that we talked about that have never been available before. So if you were someone that was coming into the market, you have opportunities like um, Dick's World Headquarters is here. If you're a, 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 maybe an engineer, uh, Crystal Biotech, right on airport property that just we, we saw in the news lately was fantastic. If you're in, in, in the maybe the restaurant industry, you have your your pick and choice to do anything in that. Educators, we have a great we have Robert Morris, we have PTC, we have CCAC, we have all these great you know institutions. Um, and if you're looking to move here, uh, you know, and raise a family, if you've got great school districts, West Day, Montour, Moon, these are school districts that have all reaped the benefits of this growth which is sustainable now. So um, uh, I, I, I think that it's a, it's, a, it's a great time for uh, Western Pennsylvania, in particularly these communities that are out here by the airport, knowing that 17 miles away is downtown Pittsburgh or whatever the exact yeah. mileage is, and they can get there and they can, you know... It, even if they want to work there, they could work there. But knowing that their, you know, um, new maybe newer place to live um, and and enjoy the the benefits that we have are um, are sustainable. Yeah. So it's 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 a good time. Yeah, it's uh, it's our friends coming from out of town and they land at the airport and they're downtown in like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and it's an amazing asset and the business and the growth is is great and. Uh, I'm excited to see the new terminal. I will miss the train, but I think we all are excited to uh, uh, see it. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, friends. Commercial Real Estate Views with Nayop Pittsburgh Developing Leaders podcast is brought to you by Duquesne Light Company. This episode and all episodes are available on all major podcasting services. Please subscribe to be alerted when new episodes drop.